Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Commanders, and welcome to episode 440 of Live Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, Chief Archivist of Live Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford, and joining me in the Ori Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we have, of course, our SRV Banksy driver, Commander Alec Turner. Good evening, 071 and all. We also have our Head of Health and Safety, Ben Moss-Woodward, otherwise known as Commander Aid Levice. I'm back! Missed you guys. Yeah, but you can always reload. And we also have our Staff Liaison Officer, otherwise known as the legendary Commander Psychit. Hello! Hello. No, but that's not all. Joining us today, we have the wonderful Sally Morgan-Moore. Hello. Hello. And the not-so-well Arf Tomi. Good evening. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So normally we'd go around the, the crew, see what they've been up to, but we've got two more important people here than the rest of us. So, Arf and Sally, how's your day been? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be as professional as possible. I'm trying to keep the tone low and steady. I'm not trying, like, I'm trying not to squeeze too much. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm playing like it. I'm losing my mind. I wouldn't worry about it. It's been mental, mate. Arthur, what have we, I mean, it's happened, doesn't it? Really exciting, not just for us, but for all the dev team as well. Like, it's been a really big, uh, long time coming for what you've got now. And, um, yeah, we're all very, very excited, very pleased to see it go out the way it did. It's been a long day, specifically for um, for, for young Sally, who was up really early hours this morning. Uh, I don't think people realise how early people, uh, <laughs> some people can get up, just to make sure it all goes off. But, um, yeah, it's been a long day, but well worth it. It is, and we're just riding it now, even even now, looking at social and Arthur literally messaged me on the side, like, the love is strong. It's <laughs> such a big feeling for us, because we want this for you. Like, I was saying, I think I was saying earlier, like, we, we're so proud of the teams and everybody involved, and it's a great achievement for us, but to see you all react and you all get this, 
is what we're thriving off, really. For those of you who have had their head in the sand for the last couple of weeks, we're obviously talking about update 15, which dropped today. And people have been discovering it. And let us just put out a warning for the rest of this show. This show will probably be spoiler heavy. So if you don't want to be spoiled, then catch up later, maybe. Listen to us later, it's fine. It's absolutely no problem. Yes, that is a very good point. You don't actually have to listen to us live. You can download <laughs> you can download us and listen to us later. Although it is nice if you have live people here anyway. Um so oh, oh. We could even put in the show notes, couldn't we? Spoilers here, here, here. <laughs> all the way along it. Yep. All the way through. So you have now been warned. As of this moment, I am lifting the spoiler warning. And um yeah. Guys, um I must admit I've I've seen a couple of things <laughs> that uh have been unveiled today and I'm, it's it's up there with the original Thargoid reveal, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, that, I must admit, when when Psychic got through that cloud and we saw what was there, I have a million questions, but loads of different ones that are really are, are super super specific to, to you guys. Really, um, first and foremost, I know when I spoke to you, and when I spoke to you on Thursday, you were both super confident that everything was going to run really really smoothly with um regard to the update. Either that was that was a huge huge poker face, and I'm incredibly impressed if that's the case. How how was it on sort of like your end? Did everything run fine? You're amazed to go that smooth, right? You're asking. <laughs> Actually, it was. I mean, a, a huge shout out to the development team, uh, Gautier in particular, um, for just having a, a system in place. Um, you know, we had plenty of downtime, lots of testing. It's not so we've got some bits we're not going to pick up on and looking at straight away, which we are. Um, but the point went well. Um, it was really nice to have all the devs in the room. Um, as soon as it dropped, watching people, I was I think I was in your actually your stream, um, watching people start download straight away. And almost getting get in and start playing. So it was it was for us it was a really, really good launch of an update. Um it was a really nice buzz in the room. Um I don't know how if that's a different view, Sally, but I think we were we were very, very happy. I think yeah, and I think we, the reason we went into it legitimately confident uh, we are confident every time really. Like we have we have a level of confidence that is unwaning. I think you have to with Elite. Yeah. But with this one, we wanted it. The devs wanted it as badly for all of you like to go really really well and there were as arthur said there were loads of additional systems in place we are learning along the way even though it's like 10 years you learn Mm -hmm. something new with elite every single update every single week and i think we were just perfectly prepared this time so yeah totally with arthur that one I mean, I'm very much in the same camp that what I what I found what we found in there, well, well, yes, one could say that what you find in there is something that may have been data mined or found out about before, but I don't fit, think that the scale of it and exactly what we were expecting. I feel like it ex- um, surpassed a lot of expectations. Um, I think that's fair to say, wouldn't you, guys? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, really, it's kind of. I was saying, was that on show or probably before show? I was saying it was what I expected. The thing mm-hmm. we're going to have to say what it is in a second, don't we? The thing was what I expected, but a hundred times better in terms yeah. of atmosphere and scale. And it was just like, oh, holy shit! Look at that! That's incredible. 
Yeah. yeah, it it did say, I mean, Arf, you did drop hints to us saying that it's the biggest thing that they've <laughs> ever put into Elite Dangerous. Yeah. Apart from planets, obviously. But, <laughs> but you weren't kidding, were you? No, no. Um it's uh it's uh it's really nice to hear you guys say that sort of stuff. Like I say, it's um it was one of those things that we were very privileged that Sally and I to see uh, a few months ago. Uh, and everyone that sees it, and even watching it again and again and again, it doesn't. It never fails to impress. Seeing it, like as players approach it, and it comes out of the, you know, the the, the maelstrom, it just emerges with the lightning game in the background. It's absolutely astounding what they've done. Um, yeah. And I showed it to our um, some of our press people, and they were just like, "Oh my god, can we? Can we please, please, can we have this as exclusive?" And I was like. And in fairness, it was the devs and us. We made a, a very conscientious effort to say that we will give stuff away, but this is for the players first. No, mm. no press that will have this until the players can see it first. And I yeah. think that was that was something like you know, obviously when there was the extra coverage that came out earlier, this from you know our partners and a few little snippets were revealed. We really, you know, we were we're not going to give everything away like that. We we had we had all of this extra stuff there in the bank and we kind of have to go through that part of like everybody rightfully speculating oh is, is this it it's all out there it's all that and then me and Arthur sitting there going oh my god it's not <laughs> like we, there's so much more for you um but that's something we have to work through in half <laughs> we, like, yeah, we just get uh... excited it's a double-edged sword of what we do and, and like I, i've seen it and then you know people get sometimes people get frustrated that um you know we're not saying anything but it makes the moments that we wait for worthwhile so yeah. it's like look we'll, we'll, we'll take a little bit of heat because we think it's generally worthwhile watching everyone's faces light up when, it, when then they go through and find it for themselves it's just it's just better that way i just genuinely can't believe that you guys remember who you've or what you've said and what you haven't i mean i'd lose track of it so easily I have a Sally to keep me in check. Oi. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like when we've been watching certain things shift live, I think there's a um uh there's a, a like a list on a, a laptop where Sally's like, you mention any of these words and I will kill you. <laughs> the threats are getting bigger and bigger <laughs> on the screen every the week. <laughs> yeah. Because it's big red writing. Or I just spit juice in his face. I mean that was what happened last <laughs> I mean... time, so <laughs> It's one way to shut him up. Yeah, it's obviously been a a, a long day. Um, update fifteen. You say that it's you've, you've you saw this a couple of months ago. How long has it actually been in development? Then, as it obviously the Thargoid War started, development for that started almost a year ago. But this particular part of it, when when did the guys actually start working it? I mean, I don't know exactly because I'm not obviously in the dev team. I know there's obviously been elements that something they wanted to do for a long time to get right. Um, but we knew what was happening with this particular thing. I'm, I'm, we've all done very well not to mention it, by the way. I'm going to give you all a thumbs up for this. But um, we all knew what was coming way back with the Salvation storyline, where it would lead to. So you can imagine, like, thinking about where this is going. And even now, you're seeing this part of it. We need to know where this is going, which we do. Um, so we have to, and we have to wait for you guys to just do your thing. Um, and I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to imagine Sally's so, face. Oh, what I'm, things I'm, I'm haven't we found yet? <laughs> I, I, think, I can't look, guys, I can't reach him from here. He's in a different house. So go steady. <laughs> yeah, come on, they've had a long day. <laughs> just oh, take it easy. He's had a long day, day. maybe he needs some gin. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. 
but they, they, they've been working it for a while they, they wanted to get it right and have it do the things they, that they want it to do and provide something that players can enjoy they've got that in there um but that's something for players have to that we'll have to experience and work out as time goes on um but i think you know initial reactions for the dev team and i and certainly for the community team seeing you all react to it is exactly what we, we could have hoped for this level of reaction it makes us really really happy to see people be as, as happy as they are with it i think i'm not sure if it was yourself um alec i think there was there has been a, a huge amount of expectation of what these things could be and to hear people say that it's exceeded that expectation yeah the, the biggest amount of praise the dev team could receive yeah and i really need to play the game because i know just seeing screenshots and videos doesn't convey what it's like to be next to something big and to the scale is really hard to judge in this game and i think it's only when you're actually flying your ship and you you kind of have a sense of how fast your ship moves and you start moving around something that you you really get it and i can't wait for that because I, you know you can't spoil that moment i think you still need to go and see it for yourself i think it's going to be extraordinary real spoiler now because I, I, kind of, <laughs> I kind of do need to do it to, to to ask my question so the thing at the center of the maelstrom is turn away now if you don't want to hear so so it's basically a very much alive and active version of the crashed thargoid motherships that we've seen on planets and indeed that we have a buckyball race going around right now so what we see on the planet i think is about five kilometers across I think I had to get the SRV up to about 200 meters a second to jump across one. So they're, they're bloody enormous. And what's really apparent from the screenshots is that the little bit that we see above the surface on the ground is, is a tiny bit. It's like the top fifth of, of, of the whole thing. So, you know, there's, there's a vast amount underground that we don't normally see. So, so when you were talking about how long it's been in development, my, my question was, did you know from way back when you created what the ground sites looked like that did you have a sense of what was underground i have to tread very carefully here because you're making you're you're, you're <laughs> making you're making some assumptions which may or may not be correct okay so i'll have to leave it there and say like okay. that's all i can say really that's, yeah that's okay. all I can say. fair enough interesting it, it will take some more i think I, i'm going to enjoy you guys doing the science that's what i'm going to enjoy <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that people have been uh, saying is, oh, it's all going to be combat, it's all going to be combat. But obviously, people are going to need to think their way through whatever uh, <laughs> whatever the it, the encounter is to deal with the uh, these motherships or hive mm. ships or whatever you want to call it. I feel like it, I just spent like an hour in there without firing a single shot earlier. <laughs> so, I mean... I don't think I learned anything either, to be completely fair on that. I mean, it's only day one, right? There's lots of stuff to learn. Um, yeah. I, I find a lot of the comments really interesting. Obviously, I have to bite my lip, and I, and I won't say anything along the lines of, you're close to what you just said there, or, you know, getting warmer. Um, I'm just going to let people work it out, because, again, going back to the reveal, it's far better when you work it out for yourselves. Um, but, yeah, I'll leave, it, I'll, leave it, I'll leave everyone to start doing the, the digging. It's day one. I watched about every player I watched flew into the, <laughs> flew into it as, and crashed into various parts of it, which I enjoyed immensely. Um, it's just like the first litmus test. Just going to crash into it, see what happens. I'll tell you That's... what, though. Um, next live stream will be a cool one because, obviously, we'll, we'll go a little bit more into, like, discoveries and how far you've got and... We'll have um, Curtis back as well. So, you know, we won't leave you completely without his passing judgment. Yeah, but um, 
Lots more stuff to look forward to. Sorry to interrupt one more time, but just to give um, a little bit of insight into those streams, like some of that is very difficult and, and like full credit to Sally for this because when we have a guest on like Curtis, there's stuff there that he could talk about ad infinitum, but there's stuff there were like, actually that's going to be really cool for players to discover. So maybe don't mention that because that's, you know, from a design standpoint, they might talk through a, a particular process about this thing and they'll say, oh, it's designed this way because X, but that might ruin some of the mystery you guys are going to be solving. And we don't want that to happen. So actually getting Makes the sense. questions and the answers is, is just as important. Such a balancing act, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. we, we, we never, ever want to keep anything from you on one side of us, but we want to keep things from you for reasons. You want to give us the joy of discovery? Yes. Exactly. Psychic, you've got you've got another one burning in your mind. My my question was, and I know it's very very early days, and I know that we've I know that we've scratched the surface um, as far as discovery and things along those lines. It's a really it's a really difficult thing to try and quantify, but I'd like you to possibly try and quantify um, a kind of percentage as to how much of the surface we've scratched, how deep we've managed to get in the first hour. In the first few hours, yeah. <laughs> Um, real tough question to answer because we obviously watched like quite a lot of streams at once. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people have seen some things and they haven't quite worked out what these things are, what they do. So it's very hard to put in a percentage. Like there's so much going on. And I don't think everyone's seen everything yet. Like I, I, I really, I genuinely, they may have, but I've from what I've seen, I don't think everyone's seen everything yet or, or correlated things together. So. I don't. Honest answers are it's very hard for me to quantify. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I mean, even even I finished and I um I went. I was talking to some of my um, my mods, and one of my mods went, "Holy shit, this has just happened!" And um something that I hadn't experienced in my hour or so, um like um farting about around uh, around one of them, um suddenly suddenly appeared. So it, it is very very exciting. It's very exciting. It's a um cool time. Yeah, and obviously. Is is not just this mothership. We've also got the glaive that she's coming in and wreaking havoc <laughs> with, with uh, <laughs> not so players. Cheap, uh, <laughs> no, no. I don't know if, what you're if, talking about. It's the sweet little sausage. Yeah, if that sweet little sausage was full of razor blades. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, and like I said, there's there's lots of stuff, and, and you know, we we mentioned that this is a, a new um, variant. Um, who knows what comes next? The shuriken and the katana and all of the other weapon names. You wouldn't have a hunter class if there wasn't more than one of them, I don't think. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this has obviously been quite difficult to keep secret. I mean, I, I take it you've been hoping to replicate the, the, the original Thargoid surprise. I, do you know what? I think... Yes, I think we always we always knew there was there was going to be quite a healthy amount of um, anticipation for what um, uh, was was going to be found. And I think it was more about making sure the expectation met what um, what players were hoping for. Um, so I hope we've managed to do that. The, the feeling I get is that we did. Um, yeah. So I think that's what we were that's what we we're aiming for. Obviously, you guys have been super busy all day, and we don't want to, we don't need you to overstay any welcomes at all. And um, it like. Sally, I know you've been up since <laughs> stupid o'clock. <laughs> I have got a very delicious lamb hot pot waiting for me in the microwave, which I would love to enjoy. But also, I love enjoying my time here with you. Not that I'm saying a lamb hot pot is better than you. I mean, um, I would. I would. Why not both? Just do <laughs> yeah, what Colin does. <laughs> you just hear me <laughs> nomming away on the bit. No, I'd, I, 
I mean, Alf, we're always happy to jump in on conversations. We like we're we're really grateful that you asked us to come on. Um, I don't see why we wouldn't come on again in future. Um, 100%. Yeah. Just, no, yeah, no, today no. is a long one, isn't it? It's like, what? Well, I think Ben's got one last question, and then we'll let you go, So, because Arthur wants to go off and die because the cough's getting bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, sorry, obviously Sa- Sally is is dying of starvation. So, Ben, <laughs> your question. <laughs> okay, you, you mentioned earlier that you want everyone to have a look at, but there is a barrier to entry for people who are, shall we say, time poor. Will that barrier be reduced and we can just pay for it in credits like we've been able to do with all the brilliant AX weaponry and stuff like that, You're if you can even say anything? Stuff like that, I'm guessing yeah, that. I'm thinking if I go into the Maelstrom at the moment, I will get eaten alive within seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I know that you know we've got all these other tools that are coming in, but to get them you need to, to go off and get all these other materials that would take me a weekend, and I just don't have a weekend. Well, let it take you like four weeks then, instead of a weekend, Ben. I want it now! Well, that's like, <laughs> the, those are the sacrifices that you're going to need to make, mate. But now! <laughs> this, this, I, I'm not going to speak too much about the upcoming narrative that's going to happen, um, but I will say, this goes back to what you said before, it's a very delicate balance for us all yeah. the time, because it's kind of like, if, if, we, if we do something too soon, uh, players get very upset because obviously, they, and rightly so, they put a lot of effort into to do some of the research. And you know, some of those players out there got a lovely message yeah. today. Some of the first ones that, that handed in the 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 Guardian relic, they got a message in game from. So it's about rewarding players for their effort, um, but also understanding that there are players that like you rightly said don't necessarily have that time and finding a way to ma- to, to manage that. So it's something we're aware of. I can't say too much about the narrative at the minute, though. Yeah, it looks. I mean, I, I'm so psyched to be able to get there when I can get there. Yeah, really, I really am. Awesome. Well, uh, Sally and Arf, thank you for joining us. Um, we, we, we we can let you you can run away now. Thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you, you so for having much. us. Sally, go get some to eat. Arf, please. Gonna do it. <laughs> we'll see you yeah. all there. Thank you guys so much. Always an open invitation whenever. Obviously. Um, just for guys, just thanks to everyone for all your support. Always. Um, I hope you all enjoy it. Plenty much more to discover, and thanks for having us on again. Uh, much love Thank to you all, 07. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And and they have left the Sidewinder bar very, very quickly, and I don't blame <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bless R for coming in when he's sick as a parrot as well. And the, the message, that you know that first message that went out at 5 a.m. with a two-hour countdown? Oh yeah, um, that was morning. Sally. Sally was up for that. So oh, Jesus. <laughs> let's let's like, <laughs> move on from there. Well, bless them. We're so grateful. And I think we will leave that as like an open invitation for them to come and join us whenever they feel fit. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, especially sort of after we've found um a lot more of these clues and other activities for which will be unlocked i think that would be great to have them back on to, oh to for them to um post-mortem the the community's attempt to <laughs> to it take these things apart indeed yeah right well and um, tonight's in-game activity i think ben and chris they're trying they're trying to poke the bear aren't they yeah we're gonna go off and have a look at some of these ax reactivation missions and I know we're going to get our butts handed to us, but that's half the fun. It's so tricky. Oh, 
Oh, it's yeah. so tricky. Yeah, because you've, you've tried everything so far, haven't you, Psychic? I say well, you say everything. Like as I was saying, I've I I finished stream was trying to my mods, and one of my mods was like, "Oh, have you seen this? No, no, I have not." Um, <laughs> but we, I tried, I tried the um, the AX reactivation missions. I tried three of them and completed one. Oh right, you actually managed to complete. I managed. I, I managed. I managed to complete the last one. Um, yeah. It is. It is tricky. It is tricky, and there. Um, Sorry, I only saw the failures. Well, I mean, I mean, the failures <laughs> were hilarious, um, and the last one was a lot of running away until I felt confident enough to call my ship back in. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so let's quickly go over the development news. Obviously, update fifteen has dropped today. Um, for those of the, you who are interested, the approximate build size is uh, ten, about ten gigabytes if you're on Steam. 16 gigabytes if you're using the Epic Store. Why? We don't know. Um, so Sally obviously released the uh, uh, the, re the release notes, uh, which everybody has been going through with a fine-tooth comb. Um, is there any highlights from those release notes apart from, obviously, yes. what you've seen? Okay, so I get you've... Um, the, the fleet carriers. The fleet carrier icon, you don't see 15 individual fleet carriers anymore you see like um a stacked fleet carrier and it tells you how many fleet carriers are there on the um on the system map that is worth the 10 gig download alone it is fucking fantastic <laughs> on that though on that i just had i very briefly jumped into the game and had a look that's really cool i don't mind necessarily that we can't unnest it what i am curious about is when you click on that mm -hmm. On the right-hand side, there is a list of services. But given that what you've clicked on is a collection of potentially 20 fleet carriers, how – you can see where I'm going with this. How do you know which fleet carrier has which of the services listed? This POIs in the system map. Do what? The POIs. Oh. So on the, on the left – Does that show individual fleet carriers? It's individual fleet carriers. Ah, cool. Brilliant. Good. Thank you. Awesome. And it will say which one of those, if it's a, um, if like someone was saying this in chat, this might be me taking it third hand. Um, but the, we were, um, we were uh, doing, um, uh, they were saying if they, if it's not available to everyone, if you're not going to be able to land on it, it will be greyed out in the POI as well. Oh, that's useful. That is, nice. I'm glad that they've, they've, they've taken the time to I am being advised that it's that. showing the first one in the list as far as, um, uh, the thingy is is concerned, but I mean, um, I mean, you, they're all around the same area, um, and you can then look at them. I guess, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, um, has anybody actually managed to kill a glaive yet? I was shot at one pretty um, consistently. You mean, you yeah, mean the glaives aren't being all fluffy and friendly to us? Surprisingly enough, no. Oh. I thought almost certainly, wouldn't you? Yeah. But I, you know, maybe you should try hugging them first. Certainly. Why don't you you? We'll use you as the experimental hugger, Ben, and see it, how well you do. <laughs> where 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 would I go for this then? Into the centre of the maelstrom. So good luck, Ben. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I take it that's the only place we've found them so far. Yeah, but we're all day one of the patch, so it's going to be True. bloody yeah. earlier. Yeah. Um, so yes, this is the. Um, uh, the the three main things that have come out so far uh, has obviously been the discovery of the Thargoid mothership slash hive ship, whatever you wish to call it, at the centre of the Maelstrom, which, let's be honest, is absolutely massive. We also have the new Odyssey 
on foot mission where you have to uh, reactivate a uh, a base uh, while avoiding Thargoid drones. Uh, it's not full on FPS, you know, versus not the Starship Trooper things that people were, were crying out for, but it is the first step in a in uh, Odyssey com on content for this. So here's a question, actually, because these are technically ship missions, even though they're on ground. Can we share them? Maybe I genuinely don't know. I guess I'll find out in a minute. So, okay, I'm gonna I'm going to go and accept one right now because I can. Well, yeah. I'm going to try and accept one. There we go. And of course, the third thing, um, the third headline feature, if you like, is the new Thargoid uh, ship, which is called the Glaive. It's a hunter variant. It is very aggressive, and it comes after you left, right, and centre. Um, yeah. And well, yes, I can share it. By the way. Awesome. Excellent. So, yeah, I, I, take it, I take it as soon as one of you are spotted by the Thargoids, you're all spotted by the Thargoids. No idea. Well, um, well as far as in, in the Maelstrom is concerned, so um, in, 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 in the centre of the Maelstrom, um, I managed to be like, I lost the glaive. I didn't really do anything. I was just like flying around and tanking it because it, I'm, I'm in a cutter, so I've got... Um, uh, like a metric shit ton of hull, um, and it's not a problem. But I was, I was just pretty much tanking the, um, tanking the damage from the glaive. But then it wasn't, um, it it kind of wasn't too, um, it wasn't too, it, it didn't, it didn't feel too, too bad. It was pretty easy to take down the shields on it, though. Oh right, so it, it's it has shields. It's not like a interceptor where you've got to take out a heart before the shields come up. Oh, there's absolutely no hearts on it. It's um, two oh, right. spinning sherlikens um, either away from each other. But um, it, it, I feel like it functions very similar to an authoress, but one of somebody from my chat picked up that its lightning hands were um, recharging its shield. Oh, what, you mean it was using its lightning to drain your power to power up its shields? Yeah, well, I don't even know whether it was joining my my power, but it, they they said um, they were they were taking notes, they were being fastidious and stuff while I was just like messing about. And forty um, percent, they were like, "Oh, it's gone up by forty percent." All right, I'll take your word for it. Oh my goodness! So basically, it can repair itself from by damaging your ship. It's and interesting, it, isn't it? it? It reminds me a bit of like our sort of um, you know lasers that that, that cool out cool our ship while also doing damage it's like a double-edged it's quite a neat idea that the lightning could both do damage to you and recharge itself yeah and it also does some it does weird things to your in your internals i know um i know when we were first sort of we were shown it we were told that it had it was more difficult to get away from than like a um an interceptor or maybe scouts are concerned so yeah, so you recognise it's it's kind of the Thargoid equivalent of a medium-sized ship, then. Possibly, again, so it it's really fast, so it's really difficult to gauge exactly how the the site come how comparatively big it is compared to like scouts and and interceptors. I would I would say it probably sits in the middle of there. It's it, it's nippy and it packs a punch. It's it's cool and it is the first of the hunter class, which makes me really scared because the bigger ones are probably going to be even angrier. That is that is a worry, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. When and where are they going to appear? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the fun one. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, looking through it, they've got tons of fixes. There's a whole lot of things from the issue tracker which they're able to tick off. I think the only thing that I I haven't seen is a fix that they said was going to be in for the CQC map problem. You know, there was a certain CQC map that it would kick everybody out of. I think that's the only thing that I haven't seen in there. But um, yeah, it's it's a big patch. Yeah. It, there's lots in there. People will always find their, oh, but what about X? You know, there's mm. always plenty of Xs that aren't listed, but but it's a great set of patch notes. And I was saying to Sally earlier, I absolutely love the fact that we finally got issued tracker ticket references. I think that is really important. Just apart from anything else, it just reminds people that that the issued tracker is a really important resource for Frontier. You know, it, it's got its bugs and it's got all sorts of issues with it and people really like to knock the issue tracker, but it is the way to report bugs and to see Frontier, you know, referring to it in this way and going, fix that, fix that, fix that. I, I think it's great that we've got those references back to the issue tracker in there. Yeah, because basically that's one way that you can turn around to people and say, look, no, they have been fixing things. Yeah. Look at all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and there's the usual amount of uh, there's, there's a few UI changes and uh, a few um, optimizations for for the graphics, which is you know always welcome. And anything which speeds up the graphics and the the frame rate is always welcome. I have a question. Um, if anyone knows the answer, because um, Sally highlighted this one and said it's huge, and it seems like it could be a huge deal, but I don't quite understand why. It's the one to do with it was linked in with the fuel rats and teammate navlock issues what's the problem with teammate navlock i've sort of heard rumors that it's not been working properly but i haven't fully understood oh if only i had commander turka of um i can answer uh, that if you need oh, me to yes go on <laughs> so there was um there was a um a thing wherein um if you teammate navlock you wouldn't actually navlock next to your teammate um for out but in the but hundreds of kilometers away that kind of thing. yeah that was that was my understanding of it it was um it was really um it was really tricky to um to um to actually navlock and my personal experience of navlocking on someone is um is dropping in like absolutely miles away from it but Turkov is saying that it's not that so um i imagine I'm sure, typing furiously as we speak i imagine so i imagine so my personal experience was just like ending up um friggin miles away and it was easier just to drop on the signal and find them so um that was my personal experience of it yeah well, um, we're going to leave uh, the development news for the moment. We'll come back with um, some sneaky snippets from the London Science Museum after this. Have you been affected by Azimuth Biotech's provocation of the Fargoid menace? At Turner & Fig, we're ready to pursue claims against Azimuth Biotech as part of our class action lawsuit. My son has started worshipping the Thargoid god and keeps bringing home human sacrifices. Am I entitled to compensation? Yes, you are. My daughter was aboard the Bright Sentinel. I keep calling Azimuth to find out where she is, but I always get their voicemail. Thank you for calling Azimuth Biotech. We're sorry, but... Salvation. ...is not available. Please leave your message after the tone. Am I entitled to compensation? Yes, you are. I was selling escape pod occupants into slavery, but now Thargoids keep taking the escape pods instead. Am I entitled to compensation? I suppose so. Thousands, maybe millions of people are due compensation from Azimuth Biotech. Contact us today. 
Turner and Fig, cleaning out Asimov Biotech for a huge portion of your compensation. There's bargains, bargains, bargains at Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium haven't just been slicing carcasses, but also slicing their prices. All unspecified meat sausages, now two for the price of one. A pack of assorted meat steaks, now with 50% more meat at half the price. How about chops? A surprising meat chops, now also 50% off. And introducing our massive meat hamper, it's a family of four. No. No, no, that should say feeds a family of four, right? Stick to the script, Claire. It says it's a family of four. Okay, I'll stick to the script. Yeah, you do that. It's a family of four. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Find us in the Lave Business Directory or visit us next to the station mortuary. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. You'll wonder how our prices are so low. And welcome back. Now, community news. What has the community been up to? Well, one of the highlights this week has been the fact that the community all got together at the London Science Museum, uh, where there was uh, an event which Elite Dangerous featured in uh, as a demonstration of of the cosmos. Um, And our own psychic and Alec Turner went along. So... um, what happened then, you two? Apart, I, apart from seeing a picture of you two demonstrating your IQ, um, <laughs> yeah, it I was... think they were having a go at me because I was moaning that they were there and I was looking after babies. Yeah, so we felt like really rubbing it in that we were there. <laughs> yeah, and you we weren't. really, yeah. really. I, I just, I hope you choked on your oysters. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't have oysters. I had, I just, I had one of the nicest burgers I've ever had. But thanks. <laughs> It was great, wasn't it, Psyche? I would take. I, it was a really good evening, actually. I've never been to any of these museum lates. I think uh, Natural History Museum does them as well. So, A, it was just amazing to be able to wander around free roam anywhere we wanted in the museum, beer in hand, because there was lots of places selling drinks, um, and just see the museum in a, in a without the crowds it was i loved that so mm-hmm. and then and then frontier had their little stand upstairs on on the third floor where they had about eight pcs some with vr so it was just like go and chat to elite dangerous commanders wander around the museum go back and chat to some more elite dangerous commanders wander around the museum that was my evening Drink yeah beer, get drunk. Pr- pretty samey really go and chat to <laughs> some um chat to some people so it was it was really nice because um frontier invited um invited um their some of their some of their partners to come and actually sit down and have have something to eat beforehand and um um me me and alec both went to that as well and it was bloody lovely it was really nice to just sit down and have a really good catch up with everyone as well yeah is that is is that where you guys got the um uh the uh, the lowdown on the new mission and and the glade. No, no, that um, was a that was also, that was a preview that we were invited to as well. Um, I don't know why nobody in um, in Lave got invited to it. I don't handle the Lave emails, so um, I we would, didn't <laughs> receive we didn't receive an email I would, from. Kat. I would I would double check your emails, Ben. <laughs> um, I, I, well, I mean, I, okay, I was doing other things, but I don't remember seeing one from Cat. But um, yes, yeah, so that I wasn't that was, massively worried because I knew you were there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was um, that was something that was entirely different. That was a um, a different thing. Oh, it was right, definitely okay. it was definitely not talking about shop. Um, it was more just like chatting and catching up with some folks that I haven't I hadn't seen for a really really long time, and it was just lovely. Um, I felt I felt personally I felt really old hat because I felt like I was welcoming all these new folks who've never been to like events like 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 that. I felt I felt stupidly old hat, and I felt like I had to like hold people and go it's all right you can order things it's fine but it was it was lovely it was a really 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 nice event i love going i i'll go to the opening opening of an envelope if anybody invites me to go to it so it's <laughs> not a problem <laughs> yeah arthur was there and oh, sally were there uh, arthur and sally were there and they were sort of um you know obviously part of the thing with this stand uh with the eight pcs upstairs was they were introducing new people who hadn't experienced elite before to sit down and have a go um particularly in vr and that's always great to watch somebody who's never even tried vr sit down and suddenly be in the world of elite in vr it's a, it's always a really good moment because people are just blown away i think by that yeah i experienced vr for the first time there you did didn't you i did i did there was no, you've, ver- you've never done the never, never VR. ever done the, I, I was like oh i know i'll go to ecm and i'll really and i'll i'll because people were saying they were bringing vr there i'll go to ecm and then fucking covid happened didn't it <laughs> and i didn't get to go to that ecm that was my first event so i'd never done um i'd never checked out elite in vr until thursday and now i'm like oh my god it's so good it is so good isn't it it's yeah, so well, good. don't worry, Psychic. It will be arriving by the end of the month, by uh, the end of the week, rather. So exciting! I need to buy Beat Saber because it's all I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have goggly eyes on the front, but yeah, you, yeah, you I'm not goggly no eyes on. on. Yeah, um, yes. So yeah, there's a, a, a live radio um, Vive set that Psycho Cow has has can, kindly lent me for the last year and a half, and and I've known got my birthday present which is a a rather expensive headset which i'm not going to go into much details out loud in case i'm overheard how are you finding can can i quickly ask how you're finding that well the, oh, the, that's quite a new one i know and I'm yeah. not, i've not really looked or seen much about it yet yeah it's the um how shall i put this it's a new vibe it's, yeah it's the new vibe it's the uh vibe xr elite and it is astounding. Awesome. Uh, ba- basically, the headset is, is is like wearing a really heavy pair of glasses. It's not. So it's not the ski mask. Oh, it is. It is practically a ski mask. I look. Li- I look like um, something out of the the video from uh, uh, Video Killed the Radio Star from the Buggles. You know, with, with these massive yeah, big glasses. You've seen, you've seen the great big things that the. Well, you, you know, obviously, what the old VR ones are like. And oh God! Yeah. The the uh oculus quest and you know that's chunky on your face oh yeah they are chunky on your face but this thing this thing's like just wearing a heavy pair of glasses that's that's nice that is very nice yeah i mean if if you want to see me using it my last stream i was i was using it in uh yeah in <laughs> and i was using it to dive into the into the into the maelstroms for the first I was time, and that, would be amazing. that yes. that was awesome. 
So I, yeah, I tell I, you, I tell you one thing. What like that like we didn't mention on the patch notes? They have mm-hmm. they have done improvements for VR. There were there are improvements for VR that have been mentioned on the patch notes as well. So it's just nice to see that it's not completely. I know, I know, I'm going to Tangent Town. I'm backtracking about twenty minutes, but it's also no, quite fine. nice to see that they're not. It's not something that they're they're completely not doing anything or not paying attention to. It's just that there was an awareness that VR. When people are moving around, mm-hmm. if you're moving around on foot, VR is very incredibly difficult to implement. Yes, from my is. understanding, it, it, it is. is. It's it's a, it's massively difficult compared to going in, in in ships and things. Yeah, it, it, I think it comes down to the, the the problem with the No Man's Sky MV. If if I if I'm honest, um, No Man's Sky MV. It, as far as the VR experience and that's concerned, walking around the planets and VR is really it's quite good. The problem is, is as you try and fly the ship in VR, it's nowhere near as good as it is in Elite Dangerous. And that's always been my problem with No Man's Sky, is that the, the on-foot stuff is, I find, really good, but the in-ship stuff, which I really wanted to be good, is rubbish. <laughs> and that happens in its VR as well. Well, Elite is exactly the opposite. The in-ship experience is amazing, but the on-foot experience isn't uh, especially well in VR, you just got a flat screen, which you know it, it takes you out at the moment. But it, it's still, yeah, it, it's 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 still good. It's just not as good as it could be. How would you? I know again, totally tangent town, and not talking about community news, but we'll get there. Um, how would you improve upon it? Well, the, the the VR experience in uh, oh, fuck. yeah. Foot, how would foot. you improve upon that? How would how what would you do to make that different? Well, it's funny you should mention that because um, I'm I'm starting to do development work in VR as well. So I'm beginning okay. to find out what needs to be done. And the main issue that I've seen so far is what this is this thing called emotional disconnect, and that means, um, you know, when you're looking down at, at your controllers. And if you if you've got an X fifty two or uh, an X fifty six, the 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 model in the, in the game mimics exactly what what happens with your actions, mm-hmm. and you still and that helps with the immersion. The problem that you've got is that if you are not able to uh, exactly mimic those actions that you're going to need to do, in other words, you know you you. you you need to pull a gun, so you'll pull a gun from behind your back. But if it's a rifle, you need to be able to use two hands because otherwise it's it's just going to look daft okay. with you holding one hand out and basically holding an entire rifle. It it, it, huh. it doesn't it doesn't yeah. work, and and that's the problem yeah. because and it's even down to simple things like um, walking around. Some people cannot handle walking. Um, normally, and so they, they've come up with the alternative in No Man's Sky of teleporting, and they, they do this in in Half Life Alex as well. And so the, the problem is, is that in order to get the VR experience that good, it's got to mimic to the same level as Half Life Alex. And to tell you the truth, Va- um, Valve spent just as much, actually spent more on getting Half Life Alex working than. Frontier spent on the whole of Odyssey. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's 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 in, it's incredibly difficult. I mean, yes, you can you, you 
I've seen fan mods do wonders with the original Half-Life, but oh, it's it is such a lot of work and the main problem I have is and I know a lot of people who play VR will probably get angry with it, with me when I say this, is that there is a reason why there's you had to buy Skyrim VR again because the development cost is that much. It's, it would be like everybody else is subsidizing um, a minority just so that they can play VR. You t- as far as Odyssey is concerned, if you want Odyssey in VR, you're going to have to buy it again and just so that Frontier could recoup, recoup the development costs. And I don't know how people would feel about that either. Yeah. Okay, you know, it's just it's just interesting. I have been I have been reading what folks have been saying in chat about it it feeling the pacing being different different for VR and um and like just normal not having VR um and I can I can totally see where where that would be a thing um and it, it there's a dis, there's potentially like a disparity there between a VR user and a um mouse and keyboard user and with the potential for playing together you don't want it to be super yeah uh, but the thing the thing is you can actually mimic it so when someone teleports there's a delay as that as that character runs to yeah. their teleport location uh, the main the more positive side of this is when i have put this out on this theory out on the forums or or out on reddit people who have vr said yeah look we've got no problem understanding that 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 kind of development work would happen we're quite happy to pay for it again the, the vast majority have, have said that but the problem is is that there is a very loud minority who would say no no they managed to do it for the ship why can't they do it for the and they've got no idea of how much work is involved i don't know necessarily yeah. like and i might be i'm i don't think i'm wrong in this but i don't think that the predominant amount of elite dangerous players play like exclusively in VR, I don't think I like. There's there's definitely an affordability cap with VR, which isn't something which is for everybody. Maybe I mean Elite is an expensive game anyway. If you want to get right into it and stuff with um uh with hotesses and all of that, you can you can go you can go fucking mental with this game. But yeah, as like entry entry level and people who might be wanting to get into it first time, I was perfectly fine using a um using a control controller for a very very long time playing Elite before I got like a, effectively a just higher than entry level Hotas. I don't think that the predominant amount of players are in, especially in today's this day and age, are fiscally able to um contribute those sort of figures as well. Yeah, I mean, um. It's quite ironic that there's a lot of people in the VR community. Uh, they have pigeonholed uh, <laughs> people who play VR, but only Elite Dangerous. We're Elite, <laughs> we're elite Dangerous granddads, apparently. <laughs> and we're pigeonholed as one complete section. They've only bought VR just to play the Elite Dangerous. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's quite I bought funny. it just to play Among Us VR, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I totally would do that. Among Us VR is absolutely awesome, by the way. <laughs> you, you just the the yeah, there there is a problem with squeakers in it, but you can have private games now. Yeah, um, I mean, I have yet to try. I've got Half Life, Alex. I've yet to try it. It's it's got. I've got about twenty or thirty 
the humble the humble bundle do occasional packages mm-hmm. for VR activities and games, and and I must admit I've gone a bit mental on that. So <laughs> I've got I've got a few quite a few products still to try, including the the Zenith MMO, which is which will be interesting. I'd, but, I'd put Alex quite high on that list. It really, really, really is worth. worth have it. you tried um, Alien Isolation in VR yet? <laughs> um, <laughs> Not me, thank you. That would make me cry it's, so much. Oh, it's so good. It is. No, it is I so genuinely good. prefer that over Alex. Do you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, I remember. I think it was Ed telling me that um, because Elite Dangerous had been put into the Oculus section, um, they were right next to the guys doing a demo of uh, Alien Isolation. Oh, they weren't, were they? Oh, they were. And the <laughs> amount of people that were coming away from that game. Absolutely terrified. You know, terrified. Genuinely terrified because the alien had got them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be honest. It' nice. So good though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but uh, we could talk about this topic. Yeah, we that, could. That that game you play. Well, I was playing it anyway using WSAD, um, and I was wondering. You know, that worked for me, and I didn't get sick as a parrot. Uh, but I know, I don't know. Yeah, the, the, there are a couple of. It's all down to the way that the the, the software tracks your head movements. Sometimes yeah. you get lucky. Where I think they got lucky with Elite Dangerous, and I think they got lucky with Alien Isolation. You don't get the the vomit. Lucky, I'd say. I'd say skillfully applied rather than yes. Luck. Well, I don't know because there's other games which I think you do end up feeling slightly queasy. Even though you know they've put the, the same kind of effort in. Anyway, so um, back at the science museum, <laughs> Psychic and Alec had their had their gossip. Uh, so let's move on to the next item. We have a new a new one from the Highwake Expedition. Um, <laughs> right, it's to celebrate the first anniversary of the Galactic Exploration Catalog, part of ED Astro. Uh, I take it, Ben, you've seen this. I have watched it, yes, and I enjoyed it very much. So, yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. We always like a bit of, a bit of the highway. He's always, <laughs> he always seems to be spot on with uh, that kind of thing. Was this the one where it was like 0.000% of the galaxy discovered and then they set off <laughs> yeah. on a lifelong expedition and it, yeah, ticks, it, really up by, yeah. it ticks up by 0.001%? They come back all old and grey, <laughs> having been out forever, and it's like you've discovered like a tiny, tiny other yeah. bit. Love it's it. wonderful. It's, it's wonderful. He, it, it's, it's, it's so beautiful. I just look forward to seeing those videos come out. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I mean, um, Operation Ida. Uh, they've also now launched their own leaderboard for their Thargoid war effort. Uh, it means you can rank up in certain elements of the war effort, which is basically hauling, evacuation, and AX combat. I know that the AXI do their own um, leaderboards. Uh, and awards for people who are interested but yes um we'll put a link in the show notes so showing you how you can join in the with the uh operation ida as normally they they don't go for the combat they normally go for the for the hauling which is yeah which which does make a difference but not as much difference as sampling apparently yeah that's where it's at thyroid tissue samples that's what you need to do off please <laughs> Depend. It depends. It might be completely different now. 
Yeah, well, that's one thing that I've I tried to do when I was going into the Millstrom on Sunday, and uh, yes, um, trying to get those those Thargoid samples are, are it's not easy. It's no. not easy at all. No, that's, that's a tricky bit. And I've got to get five of them without blowing up. Those are the what? those are the special ones from the caustic generators. That's entirely different to the ones which fix everything. Um, the the first the first stage of doing that is a hundred percent get a fleet carrier. So you only need to do it once at a time. Although not necessarily because you can go in and then once you've done one, just um leg it repair because yeah. you will need to and then go yeah. back and do it again. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty yeah. bullish generally about not owning a fleet carrier, but that was a time where I thought, ah, oh, damn, I. I have to keep these things on my ship. I can't just put them somewhere where I go and get some more. I hadn't really dawned on me how awesome a feature that is of a fleet carrier that you can put stuff somewhere while you go out and risk your ship. Yeah, I'm finding that I'm still something like six billion away from having enough money to have a running fleet carrier. You know what? I know. I know. I don't know what fleet carriers cost like six billion or something. I, I, I wish for about maybe. 500 million we could just rent a small locker at a space station <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah no i think that would be uh, really, yeah, i think that's I a really good that. idea all i want to store is about 10 units you know i'll give you 500 grand if you can give me a locker where i can you stick get a rental 10... charge yep yeah yes please you've got a, an ongoing fee you know, 100 credit credits a week or something like that yeah and and Rodney and Del Boy were there going, right, okay, mate, you just put it in the locker. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Lovely jubbly, and you go. We'll look after it for you. <laughs> we have lockers. <laughs> it's something you could you could genuinely have like a physical locker that you went to. It, I mean, everybody could have a very similar physical locker that they went to, but just like putting stuff in, you know, just put a couple of little bits in, job done. Yeah. Especially like stuff along this lines where it's really um where it's really tricky and if you want if you want to experience the center of the maelstrom co- um uh content yes if you have i've been told that if you have an anaconda with a size four repair limpet on it that is the one thing that can um repair and repair you faster than the caustics can get you but still the caustic sinks are the way forward. But to get the caustic sinks, you have to be in the maelstrom in the first place. And while a lot of the stuff is on the outside, sometimes you're going to get a little bit of caustic damage. And so, and like a lot of things aren't nice in there and it can be tricky. And I to- and while I'm being facetious and saying, oh, just play for four weeks instead, Ben, I totally get where you're coming from. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if there's sort of, um, there is a catch-up mechanism. I mean, and, um, I know that, you know, it, it's got to be after a, a certain length of time where uh, everybody who's got what, you know, they've got the caustics already. They've had the caustics for at least a couple of months. There must be a way for other people to catch up because, you know, otherwise it it does feel like, no, no, that is gatekeeped. You're not well, well okay. Further. Okay, but if you were giving people the opportunity to um like give it a couple of months and then like unlock it for more people, by the end of those two months, those couple of months, you should by that point probably have got stuff. Also, you can like hop in my ship. Hop in my ship, I'll take you in. <laughs> yes, well there is that option as no well. No problem, hop in my ship, I've got everything that I need. Job done. 
we touched on multi-crew a few weeks ago with that um, the guide on Reddit of how to do multi-crew and commenting that not many people have done it. Maybe multi-crew will see a resurgence now because we exactly for that reason that we mm. you know, people the more experienced can show other people the you know the what's in the maelstrom. And maybe at at one point the only way to drop people off on 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 the uh, mothership is on multi-crew. Yeah. I'd love that. Well, just spaff them out of your airlock. <laughs> Yeah. Off you yeah, go, lad. You know. we, we can't land. Off you go. <laughs> yeah, just throw them out. We'll pick cannon. you up later. It is. It's a passenger cannon right there. There we go. We've, we've got. There you go. Um, that's what that's something. Again? Escape that's pods. Something, that's something for you and Chris. That's well, you and Chris can come up with an, Yeah, cannon. Got, it's already a thing. Now you two have got to come up with um, Maelstrom oh. tours. Maelstrom tours. Oh God, I'll, I'll add that to the list of things that we haven't done for ages because we've been so busy. <laughs> what was that you're on about, Ben? I was just thinking you've already we've got pass. Oh, not passenger things. We've got escape pods. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, why can't yeah? You know, I could just see us like flying over and then psychic just kicking us out in the escape pod. <laughs> Off you go, lads. On you go. Yeah. It'll or, be fine. Or even better, how about the uh, um, the for CZs when you're dropped out the b- the back of a of a spaceship, then I ain't flying a vulture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only our dropship was a dropship. Mm. Well, you never know. Anyway, yeah. um, again, the tangent town has hit us again. But um, Commander Exorcist has posted a new episode of Out There, season five, episode eleven. I haven't had a chance to catch up with Commander Exorcist. Um, is it any good? They're all good. They're, They're all, all good. good. Um, he he releases. Um, it, it's pretty much every Saturday. Commander um, Exorcist will release one of their um, one of their out there videos. Um, it's um, normally set to a lovely, lovely piece of music, beautiful um, vistas. Only problem is he keeps it, he keeps insisting on flying an anaconda, and I just don't. I don't feel it. <laughs> it's a bad time. It's a bad time for everyone involved. Yeah, especially if it's an anaconda. Oh Lord. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to hand over to Alec because just timing it right, Buckyball Race 2 is underway with the Thargoid Structure Scramble. It's ongoing. You can join in now. Alec, how's it going? It's going really well, and I'm very pleased to announce that we've had some testing today, and it's ongoing. The update has not killed it, as far as we know. Nothing's leapt out at us or, or, or spoiled it. Um, yeah, it's going really well. We've got um, so yeah, I've been doing the scores on this, and we've got eleven people in unlimited so far, and thirteen in regulation. Times yeah. ranging between Shay Blackwood's completely ludicrous seventeen-minute run in unlimited. Oh, day! I know, oh, down to this. down to uh, what forty-three minutes. So sort of range around about half an hour, and um, it's it's really good fun. People are having an absolute hoot. Uh, there's been a couple of bugs that we've run into and sort of found workarounds for. The most annoying of which was that the um, you have to get a Thargoid link, which are the little things that drop down on little dangly strings inside the <laughs> Thargoid structure. Yes, I know those. Yes, and then you shoot at them, and they're supposed to drop on the ground, and then you scoop them up. But what people are finding is that um, you shoot at them, and they just explode. And it's oh. really weird. We have tried everything. Some people, poor Shay, bless him, just couldn't get one ever. People were sort of saying, shoot it from the turret, 
target it, don't target it, shoot it from above, shoot it from below, get out and shoot it on foot, you know, shoot it with a handgun. Nothing that Shay tried worked. And we've had such mixed results. When I was planning the race, I didn't have a problem at all. So I didn't, you know, I, I think I had a very random occasion when it didn't work. So we can't really figure out what triggers it. But in the end, I, there's other stuff lying around the Thargoid base. So we just changed the rules and said, if you can't shoot it, then get a screenshot of one hanging on its threads and just grab something else. So, I mean, there is there is one way to do it, but it will probably add to his time. But with it being Shay, it, he could probably do with having something <laughs> added on. to his time. If you have um, a foolproof method, I would love I, to hear I, it. I was told categorically that the best way to do it is, you know, you know the concussion grenades that you throw out that, <laughs> yes. that get rid of the things. Have okay. you tried that? No. Okay. So, like, if you throw a concussion grenade, apparently that's supposed to make those drop. The, the grenades that drop your shields, basically, those ones. Right. Oh. Okay. So you mean you've got to get out of your of your SRV on foot in the Thargoid base in order to do this? Yeah. 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 yeah but he's got 70 minutes, so we can get some extra time. There's <laughs> there, there's all sorts of other crap lying around on the ground. So yeah, just grab something else. Yeah, it's going really well. Um, yeah, so it runs until Sunday. Loads of time to get involved, and um, yeah. Update didn't screw it up. So, really is there a live split for it? I haven't. I've been so. Busy. There is. Yeah, Epiphus came up with a live split. Epiphus which is I such a used. legend. Big old shout out to Epiphus for being a legend. Yeah, in fact, there was something in the patch notes about uh, the journal now telling us when we've been hyperdicted. Oh, so the other thing I did with the race, which has worked really nicely, actually, is that we, you know you're getting hyperdicted a lot, and obviously, when you, if you're racing, that's really annoying. Mm-hmm. So basically, I've made it that you grab a screenshot of your hyperdiction and you get a one and a half minute bonus on your time, and it works out just about spot on. So, um, so you kind of don't have to worry about the hyperdictions. But yeah, I wonder if um, Live Split's capable of auto detecting that now and doing the bonuses. I don't know. I don't know what you can do with Live Split. Sounds great. Um, right. Well. Uh, uh, well. While I was away, I I was doing a lot of uh, a lot of experimentation, obviously in VR, and this thing that I I discovered was well, it's I managed to get the shiny sidey in live 4.0 uh, playing on on the Xbox. So this is my original Xbox commander, and I'm now back playing him on an Xbox, uh, thanks to the wonders of GeForce Now. Uh, because apparently you can you, you can run GeForce Now through the Edge browser on uh, uh, on the Xbox. So I went through the whole process of porting my commander and then having to set up um, an Xbox, uh, uh, a GeForce Now account, and then finding out that GeForce Now only uh, runs Elite Dangerous from either Steam or the Epic Store. So I had to go and create a new steam account download it on a new <laughs> download it onto the new steam account then transfer that steam account onto uh, geforce now and then finally after three or four three to four hours i was eventually able to play with my my xbox commander using a kind of pc account on an xbox um and to tell you this, it it works and it's doing a reasonable, it, it does a reasonably good job. Um, I would say give it a try with the free version. You might have to wait a while before you're connected. And if you're happy with the free version, then then knock yourself out and, and uh, pay for the extra cash if you want 
to uh, keep it running on Xbox. Um, I don't think GeForce Now is available on the PlayStation, unfortunately. Although they were talking about bringing it to the PlayStation at some point. So um, I put a link in the show notes to uh, uh, to show how how it was done and uh, how much hair that I lost ripping it out. Um, yes. So uh, oh, and finally, we have is it sixteen tickets? Yes, I still yeah. available. <laughs> We've just we just heard from um, Vontian, have we? That the sixteen. No, I lived no, from the website. website. Yes. So yeah, sixteen tickets are left. Yeah, go go ECM. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be real fun. Yeah, I'm gonna be there, and uh, I will be bringing down the Elite Miniatures game. So anybody who wants to have a game of that, you're welcome. Um, right. Can um, I just sure. interrupt for a very, very, very quick, very, very quickly? I would yes. love to get a mission report from Ben to find out how he's doing with this activation mission. Oh. I've currently lost the base trying to <laughs> run up a hill. <laughs> what? I just wonder what I was watching. I've just been watching Ben running across this black and white landscape <laughs> oh. for about twenty minutes now. <laughs> yeah, I watched the Christmas fall get exploded. Chris died. And then I watched um, ben there's a, a there's a Thargoid flying overhead, so I know it's here somewhere. <laughs> I just don't know where the base is. So I was going to say, Chris, if you could fly in. What, to distract the Thargoid before you die? Well, no, just shoot <laughs> where the base is so I know where the hell to go. I can't get anywhere. I, I, I get killed as soon as I go in because I'm in a, not a ship designed for it. I got uh, networking, decided to kick me out. Yeah. You got uh, you got interdicted by a Thargoid, and at that point the game decided it didn't want me to be in Ben's ship anymore you. and noped me out. So I had to land miles away. Ben, you know uh, Arthur was saying on the live stream that there's something we're going to have to find for ourselves. I don't, I it's don't not think the this base. is it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I might find meant. it by stumbling across. <laughs> oh, that's so oh, funny. <laughs> you know, the thing, was, the thing was, we were joking about you two being Laurel and Hardy of, <laughs> of the Thargoid world. I have not died yet. <laughs> Yeah, you haven't been anywhere to die, Ben. Hey, I nearly died sliding down one of the bloody hills. <laughs> and I bet you I can't summon my ship. Let's see. Shall I, shall I try recalling my ship? <laughs> yes, you, you do. Um, Johnny Interceptor is going to get Oh, my goodness. Okay, I've summoned my ship. Fantastic. I don't know where the hell it's going to go. God, I like I've I've loved doing that doing these game these missions. <laughs> it's such a fun gameplay. It really is such a fun gameplay loop. But oh my god! Okay, uh, there's my ship. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, anyone wants to watch my ship getting destroyed? <laughs> where are you going? Oh man! Uh, incredible. Okay, that shows me where the ship is. Okay, it's coming. F- the the yellow beams are the ba- are the is the base. It's over here somewhere. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I like the fact you're using your um, the destruction of your ship as a navigation aid. Use the the revenant fire to figure out where your ship is. Oh, it's it's dead. It's so dead. You're so fluffed. Oh man, that's so funny. This is fine. It's it's running away. It's escaped, and it showed me where the the revenant fire shows me where it is. It's in this direction. I might get there by the end of the stream. Who knows? We'll. we'll, (laughs) I'm sure we'll check in again a little bit later and find. (laughs) There it is. I see it. I can see the base. Incredible. Woo! 
So, oh so, sorry, Colin, as you were, I just needed to yeah. draw attention to the craziness that was happening. Also, sorry, podcast listeners, I'm sure this is crap podcast listening. I don't know, I'm dying with laughter, it's great. <laughs> it's a good job he's not leading a squad, because they'd only follow him out of a morbid sense of curiosity, really. It's lemmings, isn't it? isn't it? It's lemmings. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, I think um, if we could run a couple of adverts now, and then we'll come back with the in-game events for this week. From the creators of luggage limpets and passenger lounge suitcase shuttles comes the latest revolution in passenger transportation, the passenger cannon. For centuries, circus performers have perfected the technique of being fired from a cannon. Paired with our new memory gel passenger pod impact absorption technology, you too can speed up disembarkation times from your liner by up to 250%. No longer be limited by pad sizes and excessive docking fees with the passenger cannon. But how does it all work? First, all passengers will be issued with a passenger pod inflation suit during transit. On approach to your passenger's destination, simply fill the inflation suit with our patented impact-absorbing memory gel. Then, once in a stable position in proximity to the destination, effortlessly slide them into the disembarkation chamber ready for launch. The passenger cannon is now available in both gimbaled and turreted varieties to make aiming elementary. Make your lino one of the top 1% in the galaxy. Buy a passenger cannon today. Warning, passenger cannon must not be operated on high gravity planets or near geezers. Hey, why you messing around with those other handheld toys? Do people still look at you like you're a little space bed with, with a ray gun in your pocket? You want guns? We got guns. How much guns do you need? Kinematic weapons, assault rifles, SMGs, rocket launchers, and even a pistol so your mom can feel safe. We were founded in 3240. We've been maiming people since before you were born. It's been clinically proven that nothing shreds through skin like a kinematic weapon. Conquer all! Lave Radio. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. Welcome back. We are pleased to report that Ben has actually found the base by using his his ship as a sacrifice, uh, sacrificial lamb. It's um, not dead yet. Give it time. Give it a minute. It's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll buff out. <laughs> It is a flesh wound. Anyway, uh, the in-game events. Well, what's been happening this week? Well, there's been quite... Well, not as much as you'd expect, but, um, yeah, there's been a couple of interesting things. Um, Thursday the 4th, um, Sojin A had the uh, wonderful um, Thargoid hybrid person uh, has announced to the world that the Thargoids know that we're coming into the Maelstroms. So they're expecting us, and they've got surprises for us. Um, I love this bit. Just when, just when you think that uh, uh, everything's going to be plain sailing, uh, along comes a vision of doom. So, yay! As I think we're discovering today, she's she was right. <laughs> she was one hundred percent correct. Well, well done, Sarah. Congratulations, Miss Sarah. You did you did a very good job of telling us that shit was going to go down. <laughs> And it went down indeed. Um, of course, on Tuesday the 9th, um, the Thargoid Pulse neutralizer becomes available. That's today, thanks to the CG results. Um, yeah, the, the recipe for this is quite uh, interesting. We've got one unclassified relic, five massive energy surge analytics, 
five propulsion elements and five sensor fragments. It's it's not a one-time unlock. Mm -hmm. So this means you've got to do it for every ship you want to use. Every time you want one. Every time you want one, you need to do it. Right, okay. But, But now, big, big caveat here. It's not super difficult to get no. the items. No, it really, not. it really isn't. It's not difficult like caustic crystals, eh, Alec? No, <laughs> it could have been a lot harder, actually. Yeah. In fact, the only it turns out I just had a quick check and I've got all the things apart from I just need to go and grab a grelic. So yeah, I'll get be... a grelic's easy. Yeah, it, yeah, it is really. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's, it's easy compared to the rest of it, I think. Yeah. I mean, for anyone doing the buckyball race who doesn't know, for example, and they're, and they're sort of going into two Thargoid bases on every lap, which is like every 20 minutes, they're whizzing around a couple of these. All, all I say in quotes, you have to do. And it's only really <laughs> distance. It's only really distance that's the hurdle. All you have to do is go and get some um, relics from some gar- um, Guardian sites, take them in with you, drop one in each of the three kind of glowing things around the base and then scan it and you get three grelics out the bottom yeah um the massive energy surge analytics is that do you get that when you're actually thrown out of the maelstrom yeah so that's, that's the, the big pulse the big pulse from the maelstrom will give you um will give you the massive energy surge analytics now um, i i was mm-hmm. i don't know if this is a bug but i saw a few people i think it was in psychic stream saying that they had never received any i didn't i wasn't aware you know when you discover a new material you get a pop-up and it goes new material discovered and it tells you did yeah i don't remember ever seeing that for a massive energy surge an- analytics so i was a bit afraid that i hadn't ever received any of these despite being knocked out of the maelstrom several times um, and then i had a look in my inventory and it turns out i have loads of them so i don't know if the pop-up's missing or something you know what now you say that i'm kind of of that same that same mentality that i even when i was um what was it thursday when when i like last 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 week at some point or the week before when when i was i made that um mamba and was like diving and diving and diving and trying to get the um the surges i was watching odyssey materials helper a lot so i didn't notice a um i didn't notice like a, a, a thingy dropping in mm. or um anything along those lines so or like a, a notification dropping in that i picked one up but i kept seeing it go up go up i i don't think i've ever not got one okay yeah i feel like maybe the in-game notification is missing because i was quite surprised to discover i'd got any of these mm. Ethius is, is asking if there is a time bonus for cooking a relic during the race, Alec. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll, I'll make something up. Show me some screenshots and I'll uh, I'll come up with something <laughs> that's that's not quite good enough to make it worth it. But we You'll can get have twenty seconds. That's it. Yeah. We'll what I'm curious about now, given what we've discovered inside the maelstrom, is whether anyone's going to be brave enough to try and um, <laughs> go inside the space-bound <laughs> Thargoid structure for one of their two thrusts. Uh, structure scans, if that's even possible. I might have to allow that. That'd be quite funny. Dear yeah, brown trousers or brown spacesuit time, I think. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's worth it because you get interdicted all the time on the way to them and all of that kind of stuff. You'd need. Funny, it though. would need to be a huge. Need to be a huge bonus for me to even consider it. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping massive hint, subtle, subtly like. <laughs> Right, um, it's also that time of the week. Score alert! In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come pain 
is cancelled it'll probably be ended but they are taking a 20% off uh, for a lot of caps a lot of t-shirts a lot of basically real life merch uh, real life <laughs> cosmetics if you like um, shipping things like the triple elite mugs to the UK also seems to be sorted now so if you want your triple elite mug uh, and you feel like you deserved one after all the effort that you've put in you can now get one. Um, I know. <laughs> I know I deserve one, I think. Um, in addition, uh, we also have the Aegis CG Reward paint jobs. Uh, there for the, the Chieftain, the Dropship, and the Clipper. Um, yes, it's... Um, do you like having red triangles all over your ship? Should have been blue. They should have been blue, man. Blue triangles, they were missing a, missing a trick. Am I just missing something there then? Well, they do, oh, that's the whole thing. You're all talking about blue triangles for fucking ever. Should have oh, been blue yeah. triangles on the ships. Could have been um, blue and M and M's. It would. It would have been. No, it no, would have been similar. Yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, right. Well, uh, we do have a, a mostly clueless section. Mostly about the from... store, can I just quickly interject oh, about yeah, the store? On. Yeah, um, the store. Uh, on a lot of the preview stuff that was released on um, Friday with a lot of the Elite Dangerous partners, um, on that preview preview stuff, what the 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 on foot Thargoid mission, the person who was doing it had a new outfit on that hasn't been seen before. Oh, oh. So, Actually, yes. sorry, go on. So sorry. it might mean that we might have on foot odyssey content stuff coming to the store very soon like a, a different a different type a different suit he had like a cowl on it looked really cool yeah. it looked like a really cool addition oh are we sure it's not already there i'm sure i saw this morning in uh, the burr pit discord i think it was reeny was squeeing about yeah new new cosmetics for on foot well, not is. only new hood but new cowl and new i'm sure there's about three or four things that she squeed about yeah as the, the new oh, tune film's coming out soon isn't it <laughs> catch well, I'll, I'll have a look and i'll come back to you yeah um okay uh just quickly onto the mostly clueless now this is something i didn't realize um if i didn't realize this that if you're in a mega ship and you're or an outpost with limited landing pads um I thought I was under the impression that as soon as you went into the actual hangar itself, that's it. The, the pad was free and other people would be able to use it. You don't. The pad is still locked up even though that you were there. So when I was waiting 20 minutes for my delivery of a couple of heatsink launches, I was blocking that pad for 20 minutes and didn't realize until a couple of commanders um, prodded me in the chat. So uh, this, just just to let you know, because I was always under the impression that as soon as your ship came, were, was moved to the hangar, it was fine. But apparently not. 
Yeah. Um, also, another uh, public service announcement. The tip on last week's show about the station services being in the planet services is now wrong. It's no longer in station services. Yeah, this is me. So we did a we did a mostly clueless where I pointed out that all the information about what services a station had could be found in the system map by clicking the station and then looking in the planetary information section on the right. Frontier have now fixed this, so that is no longer true, and the information about the services can now be found in the station description icon, I think. Cool. Cool. Now, we actually put out some questions last week, didn't we? Yeah, we do it every week now. Oh, we're doing it every week now. Yep, we do it every week. We have a question based on the based on the show that we go on. We get um we get some community community bits and pieces from, and it was like a conversation that we were having last week was um uh, regarding elite, elite dangerous law, and um I got uh, <laughs> I got a little bit sort of um weird about having law drops in um either. Odyssey in like just Odyssey only. So going in and getting something in Odyssey or um having it like available in both that you can scan an SRV. And we spoke to chat and um chat suggest like the, the general run out from chat was like, oh yeah, no, we'd much rather yeah, just put it all in Odyssey. Um heck it. And a lot of the comments are um kind of reflect that as well. Um Yeah, well the, the uh the the question of the week is uh, when went out on Twitter. Um, that poll is now closed. We've had uh, 117 votes, and it turns out that actually most people want it. Well, 52 percent of people want it in both, and 48 percent of people want it in Odyssey. So there's obviously been a late surge at some point. No, no, no. It was pretty equal all the way through. Um, uh, it was pretty. It was pretty equal. The comments. The comments, as you as you will see, like that, as we put in the show notes, and we normally go through those at this point. Um, the comments in the show um, that we had on the poll were are very much in favour of Odyssey. Mm. Yes, yes. Okay, um, right. Okay, we've got uh, Elvis Krenin. Um He says there there comes a time in the game's progression that new content need to focus the same as what's happening when ED Horizons was released. Um, so yeah, that's pretty straightforward. We got M Weeble. Um, I think some on foot and none not, and some not on foot. If everything is forced to be backward compatible, it's going to make progress progressively slow. Yeah, I can understand that because basically you're going to get. Um, you've got to make sure that everything is all backtracked so that yeah. Um, we got Dante Schnick. Of course, we've now gone to the point where I will massacre every single person's name. <laughs> so, so far, we're probably on three drinks already. Um, <laughs> content is locked behind DLCs all the time. It's part of what you're paying for. In the goodness of time, the lore gets recorded in various places to read, but we need to progress the game too. So also, buy Odyssey. It's great fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If yes, um Got no problem with it being an Odyssey. Um, back before the base game and Horizons merged, if you didn't have Horizons, you missed out on the planet-based logs, which is true. And of course, all the Thargoid Guardian bases uh, and its related no- lore. Yeah, because. And yeah. I guess also back then we didn't 
have the codex, so you couldn't even look these things up in a different way, could you really? Yeah, that absolutely. That is true. Is that? Uh, it was it was a little while like um uh the um codex came in relatively recently in comparison to to like horizons. Um yeah. so 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 when you got those inra logs and they, they did eventually time out and disappear from your inbox as I recall, then then they were kind of gone, weren't they? You had to find them on the internet if you wanted to reread yeah. them as, as I remember. Yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed that in the Codex, there is a whole load of yeah logs that you used to get from Inra and or for the uh, from the generation ships and things like that. But it did seem that lately, especially since the Azimuth saga started, they're not really recorded in in the uh, in the Codex anymore. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I've I've read reports that it, what, what goes in the Codex is very buggy, actually. Or inconsistent, at least. Uh, right, we've got um, Ubermick. He's, he's uh, agreeing with everybody, really. Uh, time to move forward, for God's sake. It can't progress if it constantly has to keep one foot in the past to appease those who moan about Odyssey. It's been more or less sorted now, and it's often available dirt cheap on sale. No excuses for not upgrading anymore, other than salt. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen similar opinions to this with uh, on the forums. Um, this, people are constantly asking how many people are actually still playing the legacy mode. It doesn't seem to have a hardcore following, and obviously, if you're on console, you see your only option. Go on. I've just yes, sorry. This goes back to science museum. Um, after yeah. we all left the science museum, I ended up in a pub with uh, Spanch oh, and a couple of Hutton truckers, and Spanch had some. I was a bit pickled by then, so it hasn't all registered in my mind, and we must get him on the show to remind me. But um, one thing that I do remember is I was talking to Spanch about, um, because he's monitoring all this data that's coming in through the ED data network, um, and actually he spends a lot of his time data cleaning because um, it can be a bit messy sometimes and he likes to tidy things up. So... Th- the statistic that blew me away was that he can. There is a difference between the log entries that are coming from uh, Odyssey players and the log entries that are coming from Legacy players, mm-hmm. and the percentage split is ninety-seven to three. Ninety-seven percent wow. of the data that he sees coming in on the data network is Odyssey, and three percent is Legacy, which is astounding. Yeah, you wouldn't think that from the forums and from uh, certain uh, content creators. No, you, I you, that, yeah. it's, and the, that, and, it's that vocal minority thing, isn't it? That we talk we talk about quite a bit. Those of us who are having fun are quite happy to have fun and not talk about it all the time. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Because and the and the other interesting stat while I'm remembering these was that um, and this this is kind of based loosely on statistics they see through the ED data network on things like number of systems discovered or whatever, compared to figures that Frontier publish, mm-hmm. suggest that about 25% of the player base are submitting data to the data network. That's a very vague, you know, hand-wavy statistic. But, you know, sometimes Frontier will publish a statistic and what they've what you can see from the data gathered through the data network um, uh, accounts for about a quarter of it so i thought that was quite interesting too yeah 
So, I mean, it, yeah, we've, it's only Frontier are the only people who really know what the numbers are. We can make guesses using Steam charts or or using the journal, consolidating with the journal. But yeah, um, it does. <laughs> it does feel that um, there's not met that many people playing Legacy anymore. Which, well, I suppose it's. Um, it's inevitable, really. Well, I'm, I mean, like, there's so much more more good stuff happening on on the live the live client. That'd be why. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, on to Kitiana. Um, we need to see more Odyssey only content. The game needs to move forward with this, with the DLC. Again, it's hundred uh, percent agree. Yep. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I just want to say how happy I was. When I saw that we were getting that we were getting an Odyssey mission, yes, because I th- I feel like and what I th- I feel like it was cowardly not to have. I was trying to think what was what's the opposite of brave. I feel like it's been it's been I've been crying out for this content. I've been crying out to have some sort of Odyssey content involving the Thargoids, and I'm so so glad that they they did it now as opposed to waiting more waiting for more updates to come out because um it. It doesn't feel particularly brave to not include content for your new DLC to try and enhance, um, entice people to purchase the yeah. DLC that's been out for a year. It's funny that because the, the, we had exactly the same thing with Horizons when Horizons first came out. Yes, there was there was stuff there, but unfortunately, it's things like CGs. You would have thought there would have been Horizons. Um, CGs, but they weren't. It was yeah. always still in space, and it's the same thing with. Um, we, with I don't think we like ever had one. Setting. I don't think we ever had a, um, a Horizons only CG. Like there was ever a, a, a in the whole time when Horizons wasn't just like um, what was a separate DLC and not bought into. Um, not when not when everybody got the Azure paint pa- paint jobs. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever had one that you couldn't complete if you didn't have Horizons. And um, I get it. There's an inclusivity thing there. I totally get that. But also, there is a profit margin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Um, Ernie for UK, it's, it's the same It's the same kind of opinion. The DLC has more advanced game mechanics and systems. Let's make the most of them and kick some ass lower while we're at it. I'm sure we're missing a comma there on oh, my phrasing. No, no, no. It was it was you reading it incorrectly, but it's not a problem. It was just oh, get some kick-ass law. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it, it's like if we could, I'd love to be able to go and scan um, a data pad, and maybe in that data pad be a little extra bit of of law data that appears. Do you know what I mean? I think that would be really cool. Yeah, it's little little nods. And little extra, extra bits that you can only find in Odyssey. I think that I think that would be, you know, nice. Mm. A little bit of Galnet news that you can only find in Odyssey. About Galnet news, but certainly something that you, something that you could um, go and go and like tangibly go and discover for yourself, but only, only in Odyssey con, uh, only Odyssey content, not on just like blanket live server. I think that'd be great. Uh, I'm finally happy Moon Mon- uh, Monkey. 
Um, I almost said Happy Moon Monday there for some reason. I got sounds like a Manchester Manchester band that. Um, Epstev needs to be less timid with his updates and content. E.g., I love exploring the abandoned settlements and finding the lost explorers. Odyssey content and surprise and surprises in these locations and new locations would be more than welcome. Yeah, um, I completely agree with this because um, they've, they've taken the. I think they've taken the space game. They've concentrated on the space game for the last two updates, I think. I think it's about time that Odyssey gets a little bit more. I mean, I would prefer if there's this there's more integration between the two the, the two halves. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, more Odyssey content is going to be welcome going forward. Uh, what about you guys? 100%, 100% agree. We need more Odyssey content. Um, the, the, it, it needs to happen. We need to. We need to have it. We need to have more on foot content. It, I feel like the game was in a place now. Even like now today, it felt more stable. I know they don't. They didn't really include that on um, on the patch notes now because people were sick of them saying general improvements. But if you can feel it, you can legitimately feel it. I don't. Um, I've seen it. Imp- I've I felt it improving right now but i just want i want more content that is to do with um i want I, I want more thugs on foot what can i say yeah um, i mean this is quite an interesting point commander miggles in, in chat has said that he said that one of the and i i feel for this one because one of the disappointments for odyssey was that none of the ground assets and horizons were updated to have any odyssey interaction with them yeah and i, sure. f- I feel they missed an opportunity there yeah yeah, yeah, we've um, talked about that before. Yeah, so okay. Um, I guess we'll have a a, a, a new qu- a question later. Yeah, I'll, on, on I'll figure something out. It'll be about it'll be about update fifty. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I wonder what I wonder what else it will be. Yeah, it will definitely be something to do with update fifteen. But keep an eye on the socials. I try and pay. I try and post more on the socials this week. I was a bit last lax last week because. I was doing stuff and it was my birthday and then lots of stuff happened and I just haven't got around to doing anything. But this week there'll be more more things to come out and interact with, I promise. Go follow us on Twitter because I won't do it on any other social. Right. Um, um, on to any other business then. Um, we've got a tweet from VB, VKB Sim that just says one word, soon, and it, a picture of a throttle. Um so the picture it of the throttle is mine. It. No, it didn't have that picture. That was mine. But that that is, all right, was it? That is what people are assuming. So for people that don't know, one of the um, – so VKB, obviously, the very fancy sticks, HOTAS sticks that a lot, lot of people use. Um, They're very good. But um, they, they're not as correct good me as if I'm wrong. Correct me right. if I'm wrong, but they don't do a great throttle unit or a sort of affordable, compatible throttle unit. So if you want true HOTAS, what a lot of people do is get a VKB stick for their yeah stick, and then they they use something else like a Thrustmaster T yeah. sixteen thousand throttle. Um, and for years now, VKB have had these sort of concept pictures of a bloody beautiful looking throttle unit um so when they posted this tweet i think a lot of people are thinking this might be the throttle this might be yeah i mean i i adore my vkb i mean i'd place them they're somewhere between thrustmaster and verpal mm. uh in terms of leetness of them um and they're not you know it's not like say the thrustmaster 
warthog. Um, but it's you know it's a very good and what I like about it is it's a very hackable stick, I guess I'd say. Um, and that seems to be quite common with their mentality. And they've posted a beautiful, a beautiful throttle that is on. It's on the the one I saw. They've got two options. They've they've got they've got one that is the one I'm looking at that's on rails, but it also in t- contains in de- um, idents or indents or whatever. Oh, nice. Um, and it's got a load of nice little professional features that somebody who uses hot asses uses throttles basically would like, um, especially for space games. We will we will see until we see is basically my attitude as with everything else. Elvis um, Kremen posts in chat that there's also a VKB UK coming soon, so I suppose the soon tweet could just be that actually. Could be. We'll see. Well, on, the, on the subject of uh, controllers, we've also had a mail shot from Game Glass, who have gone out teasing a redesigned ED shard, which are coming soon. Um, the redesign from the ground up for Odyssey is fully compatible with the Forge. Our new Elite Dangerous shards bring the game to life in immersive news ways. These include new interactions for throttle controls, targeting weapons, manipulations, and much more. Uh, by popular request, brand new shards for FPS, SLF, and SRV and carrier gameplay will be included. They're almost ready and will be free for all game gl- uh, Glass Pass members. So, um, yes, someone's going to have to remind me what is Game Glass. <laughs> game Glass is a system that I use it all the time um, that basically allows you to. Assign auxiliary controls predominantly to your tablets. Oh, uh, right. Okay. And it's one of the reasons why my tablet sits up on a on a tablet mount right next to my monitor, so I can you know, I can just click on it and I can do various things like so like emoting or control the power or whatever you know things like that. Um, yeah. They've got a subscription model, which is something. It's not. It's not like ten quid a year or something. It's not. It's not scary, um, but you could also just buy, do a one-off purchase of a of a module. I guess you could say like a screen for your tablet, and they're you know four or five quid or something like that. I guess yeah. um, you also have a whole lot of community-based screens as well. So they basically they've released their tools that they use for designing things, and we can all do our own ones if we wanted to. Is that what they um, mean by the forge in this post? That's the forge. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, one of the things that I love about them and their the real benefit, something their the reason for being, I guess, is they've got some beautiful, beautiful designers who work for them, and that's their their value added compared to other things which maybe offer the same kind of functionality. But you know, let's face it, half of the people who do these things are developers, and speaking as a developer. I ain't no designer. No, no, it's very cool looking, isn't it? I mean, I imagine if you've got a sort of flight sim rig that having a few tablets with oh, yeah. um, this game yeah. class stuff on it would just really complement that and look amazing. Yeah, and it, 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 it can be generation controls. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, you can also, I mean, with I could, if I wanted to, I could have it like a small one for say social emotes on my phone. I could have some. I could load it up on my laptop because it's just a web page. I could log in and load it on my web pe- on my laptop and do other things there. 
and I could do yet more things on my tablet or or tablets. You you know, it's like one one account. Just log in all the t- as many times as you want, and you can have all the things. So yeah, if you wanted a glass cockpit, I guess you could do it. Excellent. Just have to have a lot of um, iPads, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can start being. You can do what I went off and did with my. Oh, you know how you get like photo frames, digital photo frames. Um, instead of getting a digital photo frame, I went off and picked up a hundred quid tablet from Amazon, um, and that gives so much more options than any of these digital photo frames. And is about fifty quid less than like the decent, well, the the half decent ones that I saw. So it doesn't have to cost the. You don't have to go off and do it like on a a thousand fifteen hundred quid iPad Maxi, whatever the hell. Yeah, you can you, you can do it on anything. It it doesn't require oomph. Um, and finally, we have the Dex Legacy. Um, it's back. Uh, they've just launched a Kickstarter for season two. Uh, so we're going to put a, sh- a link in the show notes for anybody who's enjoyed the Dex, the original Dex Legacy series. Um, yes, Emily Inkpen has 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 put a Kickstarter up for uh, for the second uh, season. So yeah, uh, pass that on there. Does anybody else have any other business before we round out for the night? I'm going to sleep tomorrow. T- tomorrow, I'm really looking forward to having a lot of sleep. It's been it's been Thargoid Christmas today. Holy shit. I hope everybody is enjoying the update as much as I did. Oh, yeah. I can safely say I, I definitely enjoyed that sneaky, sneaky avoid the Revenant restore power to the uh, restore power mission. Did one, did, you, did one even see you? Did they hit you at all? I, th- I saw something turn red just as I got into the base. So oh. I think when it went red... Yeah, when they that go red, they sing you. Yeah, so did, I, it's, it's did you shit me. yourself and run? <laughs> I was already, I, I was already running. Oh man, um, it's so good! It just it so went good. red just as I opened the door. So. Uh, well, just just one final bit of any other news. Um, Wintermute uh, GB has uh, informed me that there is actually a special offer for GeForce now. I think it's twenty-seven. It's fifty percent off, so it's twenty-seven pound for six months. So if you wanted the if you if you were happy with the free service and wanted something a bit better, then you know, uh, there you go. I think. And I, I actually think that... just add another thing onto that. Just talk why you mentioned Treeforce now. Mm-hmm. Uh, over Christmas, I tried an alternative that actually allowed me to play the games that I was wanting to play, uh, which were Elite Dangerous and and Minecraft and and Rockstar stuff. Uh, and it was that was called Boosteroid, um, which I believe is actually yeah. It started out life as a Ukrainian-based service, um, oh, right. but I use that on my tablet with my gamepad and my itty bitty tiny keyboard to 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 fly around and do console command stuff. Use like pretend I'm playing on a console uh, in Elite, or obviously uh, GTA is it's aimed at at gamepads. That that was that was quite successful, I thought. Um, how it would work on consoles, I've no idea, obviously. But I guess if it if the Xbox has got the Edge browser, it is browser-based, and I did it using Chrome, which is, you know, Edge is Chromium, so might work. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I, I need to be, I've been corrected. It's 40% discount. 
So um, let's quickly go on to the shout outs. So our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers, or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the listening commander who likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. Um, we're also giving shout outs to the other Elite Dangerous podcasts, which are basically the Guard Frequency, who do other space games. And also, hello to the, the cheese loving loose screws over there in America. Um, following this, we have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. And we'd just like to thank to everybody who's chipped in on the Twitch chat. And uh, Chris and Ben, um, have you had anybody join in with your efforts around the Thargoid base, or have we all just been laughing at you? We were deliberately in a private group because Chris had this idea that everybody would be trying to do this, oh, which was, it was was a valid valid idea. Excellent. Right. Um, so we'll also say special thanks to Commander Tokoso, JN Trax, and Alan Stride, who have all created music that we use in the show. But that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can find the content links in home slash contact us. Uh, menu option on the laveradio.com slash website. Uh, do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Uh, Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So uh, thanks to Ben. Thank you very much and good night. Or good morning, good afternoon, whatever. Thanks to Psykit. Catch you later, guys. Uh, thanks to Alec. Thanks, Colin. Lovely to have you back. <laughs> and special thanks goes to today's tech specialist and the, the quiet Chris Markfall. You're welcome. <laughs> so until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerously into a maelstrom. <laughs> Galnet News Update, 9th of May 
the long-awaited Thargoid Pulse Neutralizer is available, and the first tranche of commanders have already journeyed to the heart of the Maelstrom to discover what lies at their core. The advance comes as a result of a research programme involving Aegis, Professor Palin and Ram Tarr, who are indebted to those who delivered commodities to enable mass production of the Pulse Neutralizer. Some commanders who assisted will have been gifted one of the modules at the Aegis megaship Oron Miller, but everyone else can buy them from the technology broker at rescue ships. For every Pulse Neutralizer, you'll need to provide the following. 5. Massive Energy Surge Analytics 1. Unclassified Relic 5. Propulsion Elements and 5. Sensor Fragments the energy surge analytics are a byproduct of trying to get to the middle of a maelstrom without a pulse neutralizer. You make the unclassified relic by feeding a guardian relic into the device at the heart of a thargoid structure. The propulsion elements and the sensor fragments can be collected by blowing up thargoid ships or scavengers, and by blowing up thargoid sensors. If you take them to a technology broker, the technology broker will give you one of the shiny new pulse neutralizers. And that, together with the caustic sink launcher that you hopefully already have, and a fast chip, is all you'll need to get into the maelstrom. The next tricky bit is when you reach the 50km boundary. When the maelstrom turns white, crackles, and then starts to pulse, you need four pips to system and to activate the pulse neutralizer. Too soon, and you get repulsed. Too late, and you get repulsed. Just right and you're through. There seem to be two pulses, so you need to repeat the process a second time. And then, all of a sudden, the caustic corrosion stops, the whirling energy stops, and you find yourself in an asteroid field. It's quite nice in there, at least until the Thargoids turn up to welcome you. The new hunter ship, also known as the Glaive, may come to say hello. And there are rumours that if you fly to the very centre of the Eye of the Maelstrom, there may be something else to find. Galnet News Digest is currently unable to confirm this as its ships came under repeated assault by hunters and interceptors. We shall continue our investigations and possibly report further tomorrow. Professor Albertezra has sent a number of Aegis researchers into the core. There, and our mission, is to identify what lies at the centre of the maelstrom and to gather information that may help us to encourage the Thargoids to end their invasion. Admiral Aidan Tanner has wisely suggested that it would be a good idea to outfit your ship carefully before venturing into the core of the maelstrom. <laughs> <laughs>